Welcome to Great Stories in American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is about the Emancipation Proclamation. On New Year's Eve, 1862-63, President Lincoln spent a sleepless night as his mind kept turning back to the men whose lives were being poured out in battle. He had hoped to avoid war in the first place, and when it came, Lincoln desired that the South would rejoin the Union quickly. Yet the conflict had resulted in a drawn-out affair with terrible loss of life and property. He told one senator that it was a great irony that he should be cast in the role of war leader when the sight of blood made him sick and he hated violence. There was, however, something that he was determined to do, something else for which he would be remembered, and it was going to take place that very New Year's Day. In the afternoon, with officials gathered around a table, Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation with a hand that trembled from standing for hours at a public reception, receiving guests. He wanted his enemies to know he was not shaking out of indecision or fear, but he was certain this was the right thing to do, to free the slaves who had suffered during so much of America's history. He said, if my name ever goes into history, it will be for this act. Learning of the proclamation, Henry Turner, a black minister, ran along Pennsylvania Avenue with a copy to read to a group gathered there, but he was so winded when he reached them that another man took the document from his hands and read it. Afterward, a spontaneous celebration broke out, and they cheered Lincoln when he came to the window to watch. Turner remarked, nothing like it will ever be seen again in this life. Two years later, as the war reached an end, Abraham Lincoln toured the demolished Confederate capital of Richmond, Virginia, with a small group of associates. They witnessed the terrible destruction, relieved beyond words that the struggle was finally ending. As they walked along the river bank, the only people they saw were a small group of blacks digging in the ground near a house. One of them, an older man, dropped his spade and ran over to the president when he spotted their liberator. Bless the Lord, he cried. Then he fell before Lincoln on his knees, shouting, Here is the great Messiah. His companions gathered around the president saying similar things, much to Lincoln's distress. He begged them to get up from the ground. Don't kneel to me, he said. That is not right. You must kneel to God only, and thank Him for the liberty you will hereafter enjoy. I am but God's humble instrument. As they got up, Lincoln continued, You may rest assured that as long as I live, no one shall put a shackle to your limbs, and you shall have all the rights which God has given to every other free citizen of this republic. Before the president and his entourage left, the former slaves showed their gratitude by singing from their hearts, Oh, all ye people, clap your hands, and with triumphant voices sing, No force the mighty power withstands of God the universal King. 
Realizing Lincoln was in their midst, many more streamed to the site, joining in the singing. Expecting the president to say something, they looked at him with awe and thankfulness. Then he spoke once again. My poor friends, you are free, free as air. You can cast off the name of slave and trample upon it. It will come to you no more. Liberty is your birthright. God gave it to you as he gave it to others, and it is a sin that you have been deprived of it for so many years. But you must try to deserve this priceless boon. Let the world see that you merit it and are able to maintain it by your good works. Don't let your joy carry you into excesses. Learn the laws and obey them. Obey God's commandments and thank Him for giving you liberty, for to Him you owe all things. Thank you for joining me for Great Stories in American History. I'm Rebecca Price Janney. Thank you.